Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411, your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we are broadcasting from Nanuki, where the Nanuki Rally was held over the weekend. So much drama from the Nanuki Rally. We'll break down everything that happened in just a moment. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the episode. So the Nanuki Rally was held on Saturday, with Raji Barrage initially being declared the victor after winning all six stages. He was followed by Karang Patel and Hamza Anwar, but both Barrage and Anwar were later disqualified for being adjudged to missing a time control, and that was between the Service Park and Park Ferme. So Karang Patel was then declared the winner, followed by Jasmine Chana and Piers Dakin, a total of 11 finishers in the event. Let's get the latest and speak to Raji Raji Barish, who was navigated by Ravi Soni. Hi Raji, how was the Nanuki rally for you? Hi Sean, how are you? Um, thanks for this. Um, yeah, um, for our first event, it went uh, very seamlessly. The uh, team was fantastic. The car was excellent. Um, our approach was to learn and uh, we definitely learned a lot, um, especially on what this car can do and changes that we need to make to our pace notes because of that. Uh, so overall, uh, very successful in terms of what we were trying to achieve. You had great pace, uh, actually winning all the stages. Yeah, um, that was <laughs> that was uh, unexpected. Um, it was a lot of fun to do that. Um, so the pace, the pace was there, um, and we slowly through the day found more pace. Um, so it was a nice surprise to to win all the stages. It wasn't the it wasn't the goal. We didn't go out in the morning wanting to do that or aiming to do that, but um, it was a welcome surprise. You won the rally, but you were then disqualified on technical grounds. So what happened? Yeah. Um, so just so you know, we're appealing the decision. Um, we we respect, we obviously respect the stewards and the organizers, but we feel that we've been treated um, unjustly on this one. Um, so Ravi would probably put it a lot better than I, but essentially what happened was having finished all the competitive stages, we went into the last service, um, there's just a 10 minute service literally we were washing the car and then you put it into park firming um, Ravi rightly pointed out that there was no indicated route to get to park firming uh, and it was also unclear as to whether it was one control board that you went through um, out of service and into park firming immediately uh, park firming was on the opposite side uh, so Ravi was trying to be careful and rechecked with uh, with the service park manager as to what they want us to do and being first car on the road you know there was the, at that point it, it really really wasn't clear um, the service park manager indic- uh, directed us to go in a particular direction and straight into park Fermi, which we did um, having done that Ravi then ensured to get our uh, card signed um, so we thought everything was fine um, but it transpired about an hour later I think uh, once all the cars started coming in that the organizers felt that we had to have gone out of service park outboard and then gone around the service park and then into park Fermi. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's there's rules, but there's also, you know, how they say there's laws, but there's also the spirit of the law. Um, if you want to look at it completely in black and white, we understand what the organizers are saying to us. Um, however, we, we sought instruction. Uh, we followed that instruction. 
which is also part of the NCRs. You're supposed to follow a marshal's instruction. Um, so we think that it's it's a bit overboard what has happened to us. Um, and we're appealing the decision and we hope that it'll be overturned and um, that we get the win back. Uh, this was actually going to be your first Kenya National Rally Championship win. Yes, it was. Um, so, yeah, that's... I mean, one of the reasons we're appealing is, you know, we're not trying to win this in a boardroom. Um, we won it on the stages. Uh, so, you know, if I was fourth overall and I would, I'm the last person to then, if I didn't do it on pace, I don't, I don't want to win. Um, but we did this on pace. So we feel that we are, uh, we are justified in trying to ensure that we, we keep the win. Um, and, you know, it would be very motivational to the team as well, to Minty Motorsport and Caricho Gold. Um, and Motul and the rest of the, you know everybody that's involved and sacrifices their time to be part of this um, it, it would be a shame to to lose this win um, on our first outing so you know it was a first time for Ravi and I first time in the R5 first rally with Minty um, you know we were first on road we were on all the stages so it's sort of a it's one that I don't want to let go go without really looking into every avenue Nonetheless, a brilliant performance. This must have really boosted your confidence. Yeah, very good. Obviously, this, this rally um, until until the end uh, was giving us a lot of confidence. There's a lot to learn, uh, Sean. There's there's absolutely a lot to learn. By no means are we where we need to be with the car. Um, the car really surprised me, especially over the rough and the jumps and uh, just the ability to push it more. Uh, my notes didn't allow us to actually show the full potential of the car and also I need to learn it um, but by the end of the rally you know I, I was I really wanted Mombasa to start immediately because is uh, yeah there's a lot uh, there's a lot more that we can do so I'm feeling very confident we're looking forward to Mombasa work has already started in fact the crew within 12 hours had really started work on the car for Mombasa so we are uh, yeah we're very uh, very eager to to start Mombasa Raji, uh, just on a lighter note, uh, you know, we've seen the one or two drivers give their cars uh, names, uh, you know, most famously uh, Karan Patel. Uh, from your point of view, you've got a beautiful car now. And of course, you're always on social media praising it. Have you given your car a name? <laughs> I haven't given her a name yet, um, but I'm definitely uh, building a relationship with her for sure. <laughs> She's fantastic. We did give her a big thanks at the end of end of this event um, and a good wash to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thank you so much, Raji, for speaking to us. And of course, all the best uh, in the forthcoming Mombasa rally. Thank you. Um, I'd also like to encourage anybody that's got their car. Uh, you know, there's a good entry in Nanyuki. Um, and, you know, a, a quick shout out also to the organizers of the route in Nanyuki. It was, the route was beautiful. Um, looking forward to being back there next year. Um, and a big shout out to anybody that can come out to Mombasa. I know all the Mombasa crews will be there, but if we could get everybody that did Nanyuki to also come to Mombasa, it would be a fantastic entry. Um, and that would be good for the sport. So that's Raji Barrage. We'll be back. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome back. So as we mentioned, uh, Raji Barrage and Hamza Anwar were disqualified from the Nanyuki Rally and that resulted in Karan Patel being declared the victor, followed by Jasmine Chana, Pierce Dakin, Carl Tundo and Ian Duncan wrapping up the top five. Uh, let's speak to Karan Patel and get the latest from him. Uh, Karan, uh, how was the rally for you? 
Yeah, for us, yeah, it's not the way we would have liked to win. I uh, feel very bad for Raji and Hamza who have been disqualified. Um, but um, you know, in all honesty, if the way you've asked, it does aid our our fight to be KNRC champions this year. And I don't think uh, uh, Raji and Hamza are fighting for the same. So for us, you know, it's just um, a matter of uh, finishing ahead of uh, Jasmeet, and I'm sure he knows that he's trying to finish ahead of us too. So it's a good competition between the two of us. Um, but yeah, uh, not the way we'd like to win. You've been through this. Uh, we remember your disqualification during the Safari Rally. Uh, you know the, the, the pain of it. Um, do Do you feel for your fellow drivers uh, what happened uh, on Saturday at the rally? Yeah, of course. I mean, I was hoping Raji was here. I would have given him my trophy, but it seems he's, he's disappeared. So maybe I'll get hold of him later and give it to him because I think he deserves it. Um, but uh, yeah, feel for them. Feel for Hamza too. Uh, would have been his first podium and Raji's first win. So you know, it was taken away from them from right under their their feet. But uh, yeah, it's tough lessons to learn in this sport, and we've uh, we've had our fair share. It could be argued rules are rules. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, to some extent, yes, the rules are rules. If they've been penalized uh, according to some sort of guideline and uh, they didn't abide by those guidelines, then yes, I uh, wouldn't say they deserve it. But um, if there's grounds for them to be penalized and it's been done, then there's certainly uh, you know, something written somewhere to say that they shouldn't have done what they did. So it's just a tough lesson for them to learn. From your point of view, your eyes are firmly on the 2022 uh, Kenya National Rally Championship. Um, it was a huge boost to what happened on Saturday at the Nanuki Rally. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a huge boost. Um, you know, it's uh, we're still in the same place. Me and Chana, it's, you know, it's it's a competition between Chana and ourselves. So we're just a little bit ahead than we were before the rally. You've elected to use the Group N car uh, for the Kenya National Rally Championship. Uh, your reasoning? Just, you know, we've... I mean, just me driving the Group N car, we'll drive the Group N car unless we see it fit to drive the R5, but it's just a bit costly to run. So so we choose to run the, the cheaper car, relatively speaking. And uh, yeah, she's a good car. She's reliable. She deserves to be taken out once in a while. So KNRC is the place to do it. Finally, for you, uh, you're fighting on two fronts, uh, the Africa Rally Championship and the Kenya National Rally Championship. Uh, what What's next for you? Uh, nothing next, to be honest. We'll see. We'll see what uh, you know where we want to go with this and uh, uh, budget depending and sponsors depending. But we do have plans uh, for international rallies. We just have to wait and see how it pans out. All right. Maybe you can elaborate a bit further. Um, you've you've got the Betika sponsorship. Uh, how far does that extend for? I uh, know that just extends to the next two ARC rallies. We've we've only got the Betika sponsorship for ARC events, to be honest, and. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see who's uh, ready to support us after that. But um, you know, it's taking a toll on my dad and the family, and uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's just a it's a financial burden to be honest. And then it only gets more and more expensive. So we have to cut, uh, cut, you know, cut it off some somewhere, some point. All right, and for you with the Africa Rally Championship. Um you're not giving up the fight. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Leroy Gomez, who's got a mathematical advantage over you, but it's not over until it's over. Yeah, correct. It's not over till it's over. So we have to just show up and, and drive our best. All right. As always, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate you speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Santa Sana. So that's Karim Patel, who not only won the Nanyuki Rally, but also leads the Kenya National Rally Championship. Motorsport 411. Let's speak to Jasmine Chana, who finished second in the event. Uh, he's navigated by Ravi Chana. 
Just meet, uh, how was the event for you? Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, unfortunate that uh, we had two drivers disqualified and again unfortunate in the same rally, uh, Nyanyuki. Um, but I guess uh, the rules had to be applied. Uh, it happened to us last year. Um, I think it's, uh, it's a way we just have to look forward and uh, you know, move on. Uh, yes, we are pleased with the second place again. Uh, we now fall back behind current a few points, uh, but we'll still fight. How was the rally for you personally, uh, the route and the organization? Uh, Nyanyuki always has amazing super roads. Um, this time we just made our notes a bit quicker and uh, it paid off. Um, I think the only thing that slowed us down is the second loop, uh, the long stage, the 40k stage. We had a bit of a confusion when we had our GPS track uh, beeping that there's uh, someone trying to overtake and we actually stopped and uh, there was no one. And I think uh, from what I hear, a couple of people got that uh, problem. So basically, yeah, no other issues. It always has been tough for you. You've got a Group N car and, you know, fighting against uh, people with superior equipment. Yeah. Um, for you, how long do you think you can keep up that fight with uh, so many people uh, buying newer cars? We see Piero now uh, investing in an R5. For you, how long do you think you can keep uh, trying to squeeze out uh, your Group N car? Well, I think uh, I haven't driven this car 100%. So it would not be advisable for me to go into an R5 just immediately. I think uh, this year is the only year I've pushed this car to its limits. Um, hopefully by the end of the year we should know which direction we're going. Just finally, um, you, you've seen uh, what's happening with the protests and everything yeah. else. Uh, they're saying that uh, possibly, you know, it might not be in, in, in the root book. I don't want to go uh, too much into this in, yeah. in the road book. Uh, from your point of view, um, what, what, what's your take on it without going too much into details? Well, okay, um, you know, there are two ways of looking at it, uh, Sean. Um, we follow the road book. Um, it's very obvious when you come out, come into a service, you need to go out of a service. And um, I don't know. Uh, the, other, the other thing is, uh, if it's not written clearly, uh, what we have been taught is if there's no one at the control, you stop, you wait, and you ask for an official. Uh, after that, I have no other idea what happens. Uh, but those are the two basic things we were taught that if you don't find a controller, even in the stage, you cannot go back the reverse direction. You keep moving forward at a transport pace. Yeah. All right, Al, thanks very much. Uh, the Iceman, Jasmine Chana, as always, thank you very much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Santa Sana, Sean. That's Jasmine Chana, who finished second in the event. We'll be back. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. So welcome back. 
Now, one of the interesting stories from the Nanyuki rally was the navigator for Carl Tunder. He's called Sam Taylor. Taylor actually runs an NGO and a charity called for Rangers, and they raise money for Rangers across Africa. Uh, the Rangers are, of course, the people that man uh, conservancies and national parks and also game reserves across the continent. And let's get the latest from Taylor. Uh, Sam, how was it for you? Uh, this is the first time that you've ever navigated in a rally. Uh, how was the experience? Uh, it was it was awesome. Um, luckily, with one of the one of the best drivers this country's ever produced, so that was pretty lucky. And lucky was helped out a lot by his co-driver Tim, who's pretty talented and showed me what to do. Um, I think I probably made it quite hard for Flash at times, but luckily he's a good enough driver that he could pull through that. You scaled uh, Mount Everest. Uh, we've spoken about it on my radio shows. Uh, an absolute hero for this country as well. Um, how did this idea come about? Well, the driving. Uh, driving and navigating. Oh, the drive. The drive. Well, Flash has been a, a long-term supporter of Ferrangers since we very started. Um, he he was the first and, and biggest supporter when we first started. We did the Marathon de Sable. He sponsored us and, and put a lot of money towards that. He's a very close friend. Um, and I randomly got a phone call four days ago where he said, um, do you want to, um, do you want to be my co-driver in the Nanyuki rally? And I, I live on the Lol Tigers, so, um, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I just said, yep, I have a crack, but, um, yeah, luckily. And then Tim stepped in and came up and showed me, showed me how to follow, um, follow all the notes, um, which I did very badly, but it was a lot of fun. How was the recce uh, before the rally? Uh, the recce was chaos, yeah, we, we we went about 3Ks an hour because I had no idea what to call, when to call, and I was getting ahead of myself and I thought today would be the same, but luckily it was a bit easier actually when he went a bit faster, yeah. So how did it work out when he's driving flat out and you having to call the notes? Um, it was pretty good. Um, he was luckily he was talking back to me, so he was telling me when I was um, going too fast, uh, or telling me to um, to speed up if I needed to. Um, and he was laughing quite a lot at me when I was completely in the wrong place and helping me catch up to where I should be. Um, but yeah, pretty chaotic, but a lot of fun. Yeah, I guess it would have helped that he knows uh, this route because this was a similar route to last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's been very gracious. I think he probably did a lot of it drive by sight, but he let me uh, yap away in his ear anyway, which was a lot of fun. Uh, this must have been a bucket list uh, for you in terms of things to do in your life. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was terrifying. Um, I, I find going fast. I'm famously uh, get mocked for how slow I drive. Uh, I normally sit in a Land Cruiser and go very slowly to places. Rallying is not really in my blood. So it was flipping exciting and cool to be able to take part in a proper rally with, with a very, very, very talented driver. So that was very cool. Now, you're a founder of Rangers. Uh, it's a charity, an NGO that raises money for Rangers around Africa. Uh, just, just tell us more about that. Um, so, yeah, it's a charity I set up um, five years ago. We've raised about $4 million for um, Rangers across Africa. We support about 3,000 Rangers um, looking after their welfare, um, predominantly kit and equipment, but we do life and health insurance for uh, now 3,500 Rangers in 62 protected areas across 11 African countries. Um, the point is I, I work with wildlife. My background is in conservation and um, these are the guys on the front line who are out there day and night and I think very few people understand how difficult a job that is so we want to raise awareness and make sure that they're looked after as well so that's a really important thing for me and it's been great being able to 
do expeditions to provide a bit of a platform to tell their story and um yeah that's that's it's it's a lot of fun but it's also the serious point is yeah we need we need people to understand that these guys are you know the the thin green line protecting our wilderness that's and um that's vanishing very quickly yeah now your most famous expedition if i can put it that way is scaling mount everest and reaching the top of mount everest but you've done a number of uh, what they call extreme expeditions so can you tell us about some of those uh yeah um, so i've climbed mount manaslu which is the eighth highest peak in the world it was probably probably slightly more difficult than everest in in some in some respects um slightly less climb mountain um, we've done ultra marathons, so 250 kilometer marathons across the Sahara Desert, um, 250 kilometer run across the Amazon uh, rainforest in South America. Uh, we've um, we currently have an ultra marathon set up that goes across Lake Ipia, so it goes from Leo all the way to Old Pejito. It's a beautiful marathon. It's about to take place next month. Um, and we've also had a lot of people from all over the world taking part in all sorts of crazy adventures. So part of it's just getting people out there and doing fun stuff and cool stuff. We've got um, some guys who are driving a tuk-tuk the length of Africa at the moment, which is wonderful. Um, there's some really cool stuff going on, and it all helps to tell the story. It raises a bit of cash, but also it's cool to get people, young people out and about and doing fun stuff, not sitting in front of a phone or um, in an office, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say you've done all these uh, expeditions, but there is a, a seriousness uh, behind it all. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the, the the whole point is um, is this awareness and this platform that we can tell a story. People get interested in the expeditions, but ultimately, it, it allows us to explain that you know there are well over a hundred rangers killed in the line of service every year. Um, protecting our wildlife. Um, there's been more rangers killed in the same period in Afga- uh, as British servicemen in Afghanistan and Iraq. It's a really untold story, and these guys are really doing everything they can to um, to look after our, our wilderness. And it's not a it's not a, it's a pretty thankless job. So it's amazing that they, they they get on with it. And so we need to get behind them, and we need people to understand how difficult it is and what they do. Just finally, uh, the Nanyuki Rally, it goes across probably some of the most spectacular scenery uh, we can get. Um, from your point of view, in terms of the environment and everything, any concerns in terms of rallying across these environments? With the rallying, no. I, I've, I've seen them. It seems to be run incredibly responsibly. There seems to be a sweeping team picking up any rubbish behind all the checkpoints. Um, it's on roads. It's pretty low impact, and I, I think it's it's wonderful to see. And, and now we're sort of halfway between Nanyuki and, and Olonaishu, where most of the rally was. Um, at the final stage and there's you know hundreds of kids outside the car at the moment having a look it's really exciting and it's a really fun thing um, to bring I mean gosh it's uh, it's pretty grim times in the world at the moment so it's quite nice for some fun light-hearted events and and people getting out and about in some amazing beautiful places as you say thank you so much uh, Sam Taylor for speaking to us on Motorsport 411 thanks a lot Sean good to see you <laughs> That's the navigator for Carl Tunder, the first time that he's ever navigated a rally. Sam Taylor will be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week from Nanuki. This coming Sunday is the National Autocross Championship that will be held at Batian View. Our thanks once again to Raji Barrage, uh, Karan Patel, uh, Jasmine Chana and also Sam Taylor. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. See you next week.